Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Just gave away a $50 gift certificate to Pro-Am Sports to Dwayne, who uh, nailed the trivia question today. Vincent Damfus, the answer to which player led three different Canadian teams in scoring in three consecutive years? Vinny Damfus. Yeah. Nice question, Ken. How about that? Nice question, Ken. Oh, we had to dig deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're bringing it right to you here in August. Okay. You know, so we got to dig deep. You know what you never have to dig deep for on this show? What's that? Gift certificates to Roos Chris. <laughs> yes! Steakhouse, baby. It's the best steak you've ever had. Certainly the best steak I've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Altoff that Oilers now sent you. Let's get right to the headliner. Today he's uh, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. That's the best beef jerky you've ever had. Follow or uh, head, uh, head out and look for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Colby Armstrong joining the show. Colby, it's Brendan and Cam. Appreciate you jumping on. How's it going? Oh, you guys are schlinging beef all over the place today, I guess. <laughs> well, we are have in Alberta, another... after all. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> have another meathead on the show. Good to be here. Hey, I'm just glad we could get you out of bed. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my summer days right there. Yeah, I just sit and doom scroll all day and just see what's going on. <laughs> well, we, that was going to be my question. Are you uh, you on the golf course or uh, what? What have you been doing? I've seen you making the rounds, spitting chicklets, etc. Yep, yep, yep. We've been uh, I've been doing a little bit of chicklets, jumping in here and there. We had a pretty good playoff run with um, with them doing the finals and the awards and, and traveling a little bit and, and being on site, I guess, at some of these games, which is really cool seeing the pan out in, in, in Vegas. Uh, and then the awards in Nashville um, and the draft was, was awesome to be there. That's, that's like a pretty fun event. That's my second draft in a row I've been able to go to and, and work at. So getting to see, like, Mooner, I ran into Bryce Toma. He's scouting. I ran into Colin Frazier. Wow. He's scouting. He's yes. with, uh, he was up on stage with the Blackhawks. I ran into a bunch of old teammates that I haven't seen in a long time. So the draft is is really good for that, running into my old Red Deer Rebel teammates and uh, people that are still involved in the game. It's just a massive how how big the hockey world is. And so that the draft and the awards was, was pretty cool to have one in one place and two in Nashville. But, you know, the third thing is, is just being around all these great hockey people that I haven't seen in so long that are, you know, the guys working the roads and scouting and grinding that you get to hang out with and kind of run into while you're there. I'm not going to ask exactly where you ran into him, although I've got a pretty good idea. <laughs> Broadway on Broadway, it was it was crazy there. It was it was unreal. Every little like uh, honky tonk you went into it was, uh, you know, full scouting staffs for one team or another, and and also it's a great networking place. So other guys that are you know without jobs that are looking to get in there, and um, so yeah, it was it was everything took place right on Broadway in the typical Nashville fashion. We, we hear so often how this place is, you know, maybe along with Austin, Texas, one of the true budding, if not the budding new Vegas. Like it's, it's the place yeah. to be on the tour these days, isn't it? Yeah. Like I know it's a, you know, if I played out East my entire career, so to go to some of those places, I can't imagine Vegas now with the team, what that must be like coming into town and, and to play a, play a game in, in kind of a city that's, you know, not of the norm, you know? So yeah, I think Nashville has kind of built itself into that and it's, yeah, it's 
the rink's right down there. They need a new rink in Nashville, though, I think. The rink's a little bit old. But other than that, they've built up, like, quite a, you know, a vibe around the city uh, about hockey, about their team, about – and then also just, like, the land – like, where it's set up is incredible. There was, like – there was like 15 cranes in Nashville. Uh, it used to be kind of a smaller, sleepy town, I think. That was more of a vacation destination here and there, but now it's it's just exploding with real estate, housing developments, condos all over the place. So yeah, that that's that city's on the rise big time. Yeah, that's it's a wonderful place to go. There's there's a lot going on, probably too much. <laughs> yeah, and it can get you. Like that town can it can get you. You got to be careful. Oh, it's hot as hell too, Mooner. Like I, I'm not built for that. I'm, I'm, I'm 30 pounds overweight too. So it was a grind just working that street. The easy thing is you don't got to go far to find a good time. You know what I mean? So it's just next door to the next place to the next place. And, um, you know, the, I, I don't know how they do it either. There's, there's literally like some of these places, as you guys may, may well know, there's like three floors of bars yes. in each place and each floor has like its own band up on a stage, which is incredible. So, yeah, they do it. They do it right. It's a good time. And, and being there around all the hockey people at the draft, especially, was just a really good time to, you know, cut loose in, in, in that kind of setting. I, I wonder, Colby, as we chat with uh, the arm dog, Colby Armstrong here on Oilers now, um, was there anything that happened at the draft that was sort of a standout moment for you, a player selection where he went a little bit higher and, and the crowd reaction? Uh, I'm sure Carey Price kind of stole the show for the wrong reason <laughs> yeah. there with David Reinbacher. But, you know, was, was there any you know, special, maybe subtle moment that the cameras missed that you caught? Oh, I was I was doing a live stream on YouTube uh, underneath, kind of where the media section was set up as the players come through on their little like media tour, uh, sitting down at different booths and getting their headshots and doing all this stuff. So we were tucked away down under there and trying to follow it while having some of the you know newly drafted players coming down and um, and hang out. Of course, I'm I'm like Western League heavy, uh, like I, I you know I go over the top for it. I love the boys from out west, so. Uh, anytime we got a guy to come sit down, of course, Bedard, we got Bedard, which was really cool to have him there and, um, you know, talk with him post draft and, and finally it happening. But uh, Jagger from the Moose Jaw Warriors, which is cool because he's from my hometown of, of Saskatoon. He played for the Moose Jaw Warriors and, and um, you know, was selected, I think it was 15th overall by the Penguins. So I was waiting to see who they got. I was just pumped that they got, you know, now living in Pittsburgh and working for the team here, covering them. Uh, I'm glad they got a good Western guy, especially a guy from Saskatoon, Mooner. That's your ties, too, with the Blades. Yes. That's where I grew up watching you. Well, Jagger's, you gra- Jagger's grandfather was our video guy. No way. Yeah, with what the Blades. Tie. What a tie-in. Unbelievable. So I'm excited to see him here come camp here in a little while and, and see how he fits in and um, you know see see what he looks like uh, in a Penguins uniform. But anytime they get a West, good Western Canadian guys, they need more guys like that if you want to win. Um, and they went and got one in the first round. So what a tie-in with the old Blades video guy as his grandfather. That makes him even better. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, and there would at that time there would have been a young Colby Armstrong running around Sask Place getting into oh, yeah. trouble. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. sitting, up at, sitting up at the top with the cool kids, you know, up in the nosebleed section of Sask Place, what it was called in, the, in its days. Yes, you were heckling me, I'm sure. Oh, no, I was a huge fan of you. And just oh, to let I- everyone know, I... I collected all like the Saskatoon Blades cards and had had the Cam Moon like they handed out these like card passport books and you have to collect them all in the series and so I had them I was gluing them into this book and stopping police officers to get the cards and the books and everything so Mooner was the man 
Okay, that's your way off. <laughs> that's absolutely way off. Incredible. I love it. Because I only know Cam Moon as, um, well, Cam had hair in those pictures, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> hey, how does yeah, this... Even speaking of the draft and, like, playing, Jason uh, Jason Christie, remember that little guy, Smurf, they call him? Yeah, he's an assistant coach with Buffalo. Yeah, you're right. He's in the NHL now, but he was with Atlanta when I was there as like a, a scout coach and then, then got into coaching more in the East Coast League and stuff. And, you know, so it's so funny because I grew up watching him and he was like, he was like the man. I oh. thought he was so awesome. He was like, I would just, it would go crazy if you saw him at the mall or something in Saskatoon. But it's so funny seeing him now on the bench just because I was, he was like, he was like an NHL player to me. He's so tiny though. It's so funny, but such a great dude. So another blast from the past name with Mooner. Yeah, and he has an Edmonton connection. He's from Gibbons. He's from Gibbons, Alberta. And uh, Jason Christie was an incredible junior, went on and played minor pro forever, has been coaching forever. The fact that you were at that draft, though, Colby, does that take you back to 01 when you were a first-round pick of the Penguins? And, And tell me about that experience for you now that you see it. As a guy that's you know, played in the NHL, you're a broadcaster now in the NHL, you've got some experience under your belt. What was it like back then when you were a young guy hanging out? Yeah, so yeah, like being at the draft now in like a totally different role, but but knowing kind of, you know, the behind the scenes of one, like the combine, the lead up, the build up, like what these kids are going through, um, you know, seeing them at the hotels and stuff, you know, prior as well, leading up to it. Uh, and kind of the excitement of everyone involved on, on, you know, their past to making their dreams come true. And, um, and then seeing them like walk up on the stage with their name being called, especially in the first round and, and, and seeing their reactions and, you know, how happy they are and then getting to sit down with them. It's, it, it really takes you back to, to, you know, being a part of that and, and doing that and kind of I, at the time, Mooner, I'm not going to lie. Like I didn't really understand the whole like what was going on almost it was it was kind of weird it was just like you were just doing what you're supposed to do at the time um and it all happened kind of so fast but uh you know to to be all you know all these years later um and be around kind of that that vibe of of the happiness and joy and and the feeling that these kids are receiving it's 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 pretty cool um energy to be around and, and to see and to be at and you know that's you know, the NHL did a great job at, at this past draft, at least anyways. And, um, you know, just the, the vibe in the city, the hockey vibe, the feeling with the awards there as well. So it was like kind of the future of the league. Uh, and then with the awards being there, there was all the big fish there as well, you know, collecting the hardware up for awards. So it was, it was a really real kind of blend of, of NHL guys and, and, and future NHL guys um, at this draft. So it was, it was, it was really cool to be there and be a part of in that capacity for sure. And it did bring me back, Mooner. It brought me back. I swam in the ocean for the first time at my draft, which was really cool. I think it was like the third or fourth flight I've ever been on to get down there to Florida, which was, um, you know, pretty cool to be down there getting drafted. So it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it, it brought me back to kind of those feelings of, of, you know, seeing some of these kids we interviewed, I think Arizona drafted, uh, I forget his name. Uh, what's his name, Shimachev, uh, in the first round. And to see his reaction, hearing him talk, and then when we had him on, his other Russian buddy, I think his last name was Boot or something, got drafted shortly after. And to see his reaction when, like, his teammate and buddy got drafted and having him on was just, like, 
it's so crazy to see their faces because I'm like, man, these kids are so young. And like, I was like this. This is not so young they are. Uh, but to see like the authentic reaction of these guys and like the joy on their faces is pretty cool. Chatting with uh, Colby Armstrong from Rogers Sportsnet, Penguins analyst as well. And that's, I think, where we need to turn next, Colby. Eric Carlson is in town. Kyle Dubas announcing that he's in town by making a trade that I'm not sure a lot of people thought was possible. And somehow San Jose, uh, they didn't look like they made out all that well. But Pittsburgh gets uh, the reigning Norris Trophy defenseman, which uh, hasn't been traded for several decades. I think you have to go back to the late 60s to see that if it's ever happened happen at all um, but evaluate from your perspective Colby what the addition of Eric Carlson may mean for this team yeah and then obviously the rule rumors were swirling before it happened so it's just a matter of, of kind of waiting to see when um, and you know quite a trade right like a three I think that's the way you got to do it now especially you know these years here um, with the cap situation and teams are, are pretty strapped so they can you get a little more flexibility when you involve another team. So pretty, pretty big movement and trades and money and eating a little bit of money, but to get Carlson in, I look at it like two ways, like what kind of team are you? And then what kind of players fit, what kind of team you are uh, and, and knowing and being around the Penguins team, like they've always been kind of like a skilled um, North South fast paced uh, offensive style team. And so I think the last few years has been kind of stale, especially the depths of their lineup. And, you know, the power play has been a little bit quiet from their Stanley Cup back-to-back seasons. And um, I think going out and getting more skill, more speed, um, you know, and to play towards that identity, and and especially with, with the way Mike Sullivan coaches too. And I know Kyle Dubas is trying to do kind of the same thing with his teams and had really good teams in Toronto. Um, but to have, you know, the the – coaching of Mike Sullivan, the system that they have in place, the leadership quality already that's in here where everyone kind of falls in line behind Sid. Um, And and then to add a guy that got 101 points, multi Norris trophy winner. And like you said, a guy that just won it this past season. Uh, He came in here and said, he's excited to play hockey again. He's got that bug back going, which is, is good to hear, but to get a player of that caliber that plays to your team identity and what you're trying to do, I think is a big thing. Now, a lot of people are poo-pooing it and saying, oh, they don't have enough, you know, grit. They don't have enough depth, possibly. They don't have enough hammers in the lineup that, you know, are those shot-blocking, you know, banger-crasher type of players or even defensemen. Um, But I think to to their identity and to the way they want to play, I think getting a player of his caliber um, is going to fit in quite well. And now the only thing is, too, is is with Chris Letang. This guy's an absolute horse. He's been a beast. He's kind of been their guy. He runs the power play, plays every situation, and how that is going to mesh in sharing the ice. Because I think there was a little bit when Jeff Petrie came in, a little bit of kind of feeling out with trying to find ice for both of them that kind of fit at the time. And and I think Chris, you know, excels at having, you know, being that guy, being the guy that plays 25 minutes a game, being a guy that can play in every situation, gets him in a game. So it'll be interesting to see the way they can balance both those guys is ice on the right side and how they can play, um, you know, within this team together. How's the reaction been around Pittsburgh? Like as far as oh. the, the fan uh, reaction to this deal, like, is this something that, cause like you had said, the, the last couple of years, it's been a little stale. Has yep. this brought up the, uh, the urgency and the excitement for the Penguins? Oh, media wise, huge. I think, 
Um, Fan-wise, everyone's talking about it. Like, there's, like, a huge buzz, buzz in the city of getting a player like this and adding it. And I think everyone's, you know, with with the addition and hiring of, of Dubas and his staff that he c- continues to add to, um, and and kind of the way the team was going in the last few years with Ron Hextall and company running it, that it was kind of a mixed a mixed bag of, of what was going to happen. Are they going to do a rebuild? Are they going to trade Latang and Gino? They ended up signing them. Okay, now what are they going to do? How are they going to fit the pieces together? And it felt like the, there wasn't really a plan um, in, in where they were going. Now there seems to be you know, a definitive, definitive plan. Look, we've got Malkin, we've got Crosby, we've got Latang. Um, how are we going to, how are we going to win while we got them? And I think that's kind of the, the, you know, mandate going forward is like, let's, let's keep going for it. Let's go for it. Let's add to it. Let's see what we can do. Let's try to win another Stanley cup. And I think that's the way the fans feel and everyone feels around here is like, okay, we got this marquee guy, this big stud to add to our other guys. Can this, can this kind of turn around? Did he add to the depth as well? Yeah, he completely overhauled like the bottom six of the forward lineup pretty much uh, as well. So it's going to be a new look team. It's It's got energy, obviously, when you add a player like Carlson. So I think that adds to everything that's, you know, pretty important organizationally, which is selling tickets, putting butts in seats and giving them some, some excitement. And I think Carlson does all that. You can certainly see them committing to uh, sort of a last dance mentality. All the guys wanting yeah. to stay in town here, Colby, and and get it done in Pittsburgh, which I know was what everybody in Edmonton is hoping is going to be the case for the core of this team as well. Uh, Jake Gensel, a very important player for Pittsburgh. We know he has ankle surgery a week or so ago and expected to miss, what is it, about five games worth of the season now? Is that the latest report? Yeah, I think, I think it's... Um... I think they said 12 months would be kind of the thing. So I think that'll weeks. take you into a, a little bit. Tw- oh, sorry, yeah, 12 weeks. It'll take you a little bit into the start of the season. Now that's if everything goes properly and he feels good and he comes back, which which they hope. So obviously he's like a key guy. They replace Riley Smith with Zucker, but Gensel's kind of the guy with Crosby that's, you know, one of the more understated uh, goal scorers in the league that, you know, just gets it done with him. And so to get him back missing a training camp, how's he going to feel? How's it going to go for him? But there's, there's like, besides him, like some question marks, is the bottom six going to be able to provide what, you know, this team needs with regards to energy checking speed uh, and production um, is Brian Russ going to be able to have like a, I think he's a, he's a main factor in this lineup up front along with, with Gensel's health. Uh, Brian Russ going to be able to come in and, 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 and have a more consistent season in production as well as he's kind of like a rover in the top six can bounce around. Um, and then, and then a lot of question marks, obviously besides Gensel's surgery and, you know, what he means this lineup is, is, you know, the re-signing of, of Tristan Jari because, you know, he's been banged up, uh, and, and faltered in key moments over his time as a penguin. And I, that's kind of a question mark. Can he be the guy? Can he be a difference maker? Can he be the guy that steps up in those big moments, whether it's, you know, you know, stretch parts of the seasons where, where he has to be really good, or if they do make the playoffs being there in the playoffs, which he hasn't been the last few years. So uh, that, that's a, you know, big, you know, watch and see kind of thing. Cause there's no question he was an all-star the last two seasons, but you know, the health of Gensel, um, you know, the consistency of a few guys up front in production, the bottom six, and how that'll meld in. And then the big one is, is Tristan Jari and what he can be for this team this year. 
Were you surprised by that another signing? Another Edmonton tie-in. Another Edmonton yeah, tie-in. That's right. You, Mooner. Oil Kings. Good Western guy. Yeah. I well, like yeah, how you... I, was, I was maybe surprised, Mooner. I was yeah. Maybe surprised by like the length of the deal, but there's no question. Like watching him, like what he can be and what he is, and seeing what's on the market, and if anyone's better, if you could go swing something, get something else. I mean, that's that's kind of tough to play with when you look at, at goaltenders around the league. When you got a guy that you know is good that that has All Star caliber to him. And can he pull it together and, and kind of find himself as the big starting horse and be good in those moments? Like I mentioned, I, I think he is the guy. I think he's. A, I think obviously they do too because you know they gave him a uh, good term on his on his contract as as well. So um, I do think he's good enough. I do think he's good enough to be like the horse that carries the load. Um, I, I just wasn't sure with the injury past and kind of performance in key areas that they would give him that long of a term, but that shows a lot of belief in him. I think with this team and what they're looking for going forward with them. Well, you got to figure the alternative plan could have, or would have been a John Gibson with the Pittsburgh ties right there and, and him looking out of, uh, out of Anaheim for sure. Uh, Colby, just one final one here for me anyway. And that is, I mean, the reaction to Kyle Dubas being brought into the market uh, was how, how has that been impacted? I guess by this deal that is, has now been swung by him. Is there, uh, you know, a relief in the market, maybe more certainty knowing that he's going to function as the GM and the president of hockey ops. What's it, what's the sense of Dubas like right now? Yeah, well, there's no question. Like he came in and he, he's, he's the guy, right. And all the rumors swirling about what happened in Toronto and, you know, maybe communication power, whatever it was in him, you know, not coming back to Toronto. Um, you know, he got what he, what he was looking for coming here with the Fenway sports group and hiring him and bringing him in and, you know, putting him in charge as president. We thought it was going to be like, what's going to happen? Are they going to have a, they've, they've never really had a president of hockey operations until the last few years when they brought in Brian Burke. It's always kind of been the GM just kind of runs the show um, and kind of more smaller market vibe. Uh, so for him to come in and, and be the guy and whether he, you know, didn't feel that there was a candidate in place to be a GM, as he said, he was looking for one uh, for him just to, to remain as that until he feels he can find one that you know, he's comfortable with, um, I think. And then the Carlson moved coming out of the gates and, and the draft with getting Riley Smith at that time as well, you know, move and replacing kind of Zucker in that top role, I think has, has left, you know, a, a, a really good, you know, vibe or, or feel uh, in what Dubas is doing coming in here. So I, I, you look at his, what he did in Toronto, trying to add, especially this last year, which I feel was his best year in, in going and getting players that, you know, fit, fit in smart that can play a certain brand of hockey and fit into certain roles through, you know, this, the build of their team um, for him to come in and just keep swinging for the fences in here and making moves and re redoing what he's done with the bottom six, finding a guy like Carlson as well, I think has, has left everyone pretty optimistic of, of what this team could look like this year and, and, and through the season. Cause you know, he said he's done, He's likely done. This will likely be a group, but he doesn't want to stand behind it because you never know what could come his way. So he's 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 been on it. He's been active, um, and he's come in and 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 slowly been chipping away at putting together his 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 front office with him and and building that as well. Uh, and you know he's a guy that's been been really active and and in a positive way of what I think the fans and I think the team that follow the Penguins want to see. So um, I give him a lot of credit. It happened super fast too. 
And a lot of these moves have been done in a short period of time and a lot of things. And, you know, that's the schedule. That's what, you know, led to it. But um, I think pretty people are pretty optimistic with, with what he's done so far here. And I look, I've criticized him in Toronto too over the last several years of, you know, what, what that team has not done comparatively to what they were. So, you know, I think he's come in with that, you know, same kind of style of trying to put them over the top. Um, and, and hopefully it can lead to them getting back in the playoffs because it's kind of weird around here not having the peng- Penguins in the playoffs this year um, and, and, and then beyond, right? Building a, building a winner, building another run at, at this thing for this group. Mm-hmm. Colby, great stuff, man. Really cannot thank you enough for your time here in the dog days of summer, but uh, I know you had some fun with Cam Moon too. <laughs> oh, it's great chatting with you guys. Always love catch Booner. You know, I used to sit behind him on the bus in junior, even when I was a veteran guy and you're allowed to move to the back. I stayed right up there with the old moon dog, <laughs> the old moon man just had chats with him for years and years on end. So always great catching up with my buddy, Cam Moon. Proud of you, buddy. Great to hear you. Great Proud stuff. of you too. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> That's Colby Armstrong. You can find him on uh, NHL Hockey on Rogers, covering the Penguins beat as well. And if you're a fan of spit and chicklets, you'll hear him there at some point, I'm sure, very soon. He's our headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Woo-hoo! That was a long one. Let's send it off to a global news weather Updates? No traffic. There's no traffic in the middle of summer right now. How about the headlines, though, from Randy Kilburn? When we come back, we'll chat with Derek Van Deest from NHL.com.